Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. of so many outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, MC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Yes. Yes, how you doing? Yes, how you doing? Welcome to uh, Spoken Revelations. Uh, I'm Dion Ballard, your host. Uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful special guest today, uh, BZ, a wonderful gospel rapper uh, from Louisiana. Um, it, it, we have a treat for you today, so it's going to be wonderful. Um, I just uh, thank the Lord for everything he's doing with this show. Um, I want to uh, start with a prayer and uh Lord, we come here today. Look down on us right now, Lord. Give us the know-how and give us the blessings that you want to bestow upon us, Lord Jesus. Help us to be better people. Help us be better artists. Help us to make the world uh, a better place through your will and your way, Lord Jesus. And we pray this and we praise you in your holy name. And, Lord, bless us on today's show, and I'll bring you anointing, and we pray all these things. Amen. Yes, uh, we have, uh, just like I say, we have BZ, and I also want to extend out uh, a happy Father's Day to the fathers out there, Uh, and I have a treat for you at the end of the show. Uh, You know, we do our poetic praise, and so I have something for the fathers out there, Um, but it's just wonderful, it's just just wonderful, uh, just coming to you all, and I thank everyone for the love and support that you're giving to the show. And uh, please stay tuned and, and always invite a friend because uh, we're always going to have the cutting edge of uh, inspirational music, gospel, and poetry, and uh, spoken word. And just like I said, uh, BZ is coming on later, and we try to promote these um, artists that are doing the right thing who are giving back to society. And that's what Spoken Revelations is all about. And uh, it's just amazing uh, that we hear, and it's amazing that you all are uh, traveling through this journey with us uh, and, uh, and the staff here. And 
it's just that's an awesome thing, you know. And um, I just praise the Lord. Um, you know, we're uh, we're just going to another plateau in Him when it comes to that, you know. Um, Yes, um, uh, BZ, are you there? Uh, BZ, are you there? Good morning, B. Uh, hey, good morning, BZ. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is Toy. How you doing, Toy? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, okay, we're just trying to find uh, our guest on um, BZ. Um, uh, we're trying to find her. Um, so how's everything? Everything is good. Oh, happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. It's a blessing, um, you know, being a dad. You know, I thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for just his blessings. Um, you know, turn out to be a, a wonderful Sunday morning, you know, it's got a little breeze here, but everything is just fine and, and great, you know. Um, so you, just like I said, I had like a, I did a little, um, was going to do a little something at the end of the show, uh, but we trying to find, uh, I guess, but um, do you have anything that's in the works right now, Toy, uh, right now? Just, you know, just talking. You know, because I, I know you're doing a lot in what you're doing and, and what's going on with you as in uh, your career. Um, no, I don't have a piece, but I do kind of have like a testimonial. Um, oh, uh, days like this every year on Father's Day is hard for me because my father passed away some years ago. But uh, I would say this, my heart bleeds for a lot of people who don't know what it's really like to have a true father figure in their life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That is true. That is true. Yeah. I know my uh, father had passed when I was young, too, so it was kind of difficult for me to kind of find that uh, father figure and. uh, but I think the Lord that, you know, he leaded and guided me and uh, he gave me insight into other people. And that's my mother as well. You know, my mother had to be a disciplinarian in, 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 in all shapes and fashions. So, 
and I'm here. I'm here doing what I'm doing. So, you know, um, she was, you know, she was always like, you know, we we didn't, you know, really, you know, go down the wrong path. You know, we we chose some of it, but we we got back on track, and uh, we didn't stay in in our mess because, you know, she taught us different things, and um, but. Having a father, a strong father figure, figure is, uh, is is detrimental, I think, to everyone's life. You know, so that's always a a good thing. You know, but um, you know, sorry about your loss. Okay. No, thank you. I'm sorry about yours too. Oh, thank you. So um. I know. Do you have any Father Day pieces? <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. I know you're poor. <laughs> so I don't. I was uh, looking through my notes on Facebook, and I have seen this uh, this letter I have wrote my father <laughs> on Facebook like three years ago, and I'm like, oh no. And I said I was gonna do a poem, but I, it just wasn't in me to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that totally, you know. Um, it's, it, it, was, it was hard. It took me a while to write a poem, you know, about my dad and, and my mother, but it, it took me a while. So it doesn't, it, it's like so much emotions that's running through your head and it's hard to get the words out because there's so many words that's being, you know, transmitted through you and it's like hard to really, Really put them in a way where what is is poetry to you, you know? Because it could be poetry for anyone else. But it's when you're talking and when when you're, when you're writing in a form where you want to uh, format a certain feeling from you, you really want to make it right. You really want to make it to where. If it's you, and if it touch others, it's great, but it's it's going to be very cathartic with you. So I understand you totally about that. I mean, sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes creativity happens that way, you know? Yeah. It's just amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, people... Oftentimes they're uh, not even uh, aware of it, especially when uh, when it comes to artistry. You know, you know it has to be done a certain way, in the right way, for us, the artists. You know. Mhm. But um, it's always great. It's always great to um, to be that way. You know, I would just remember, um, you know, my dad and, um, you know, the moments that I, I remember of him, you know. And then even though I didn't spend a lot of time with him when it came to medicine um, growing up, he died when I was younger, but I remember moments of the stuff he used to do. And it stays in my mind until now, and he, he was always a, a fervent worker, and he was always encouraged by his creativity. And even though he 
you know, a lot of people didn't per se would call him an artist, but he he was he was much of an artist um, as anyone else. I mean, I've seen him build build a car that from ground up, like with all different parts. I see, you know, I've seen him do a lot of things, and and I was like, wow, how did he do that? Is that a Chevy or for? Like he he was just do stuff like that, and he was a great mechanic and. And he was just a hard worker, and he, he always had many irons in the fire, and, um, you know, and uh, he taught me that. Um, and with me, I, a lot of people say, well, you do a lot of things. Well, I mean, I grew up seeing him doing a lot of things, so that's very natural for me. Um, you know, he was not a, a person that just stuck there and said, hey, um, you know, I need a job. You know, he made himself a job. He was work, and he and he instilled that with me. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. And you know, he's he's in a better place. You know, same as my mother. So, but I was just blessed to to know those two. You know, I was. I was really blessed. So, okay. Um, so, uh, if you can hang out for a moment, we're going to play some music, and uh, you, uh, hopefully, our guests can come on. Uh, come, our guests can call in, and uh, okay, all right. Okay. Music break. WBMCM Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game.
WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. When Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. Oh, his eyes are on the
with your evil us plans and your devil us behavior. But you are coming Check it. We be waiting for that one big thing to knock us down, hoping that's gonna turn us around. It ain't so. God give us subtle hints, cause he don't want us to experience the pain and the crying, the lying and the dying. Now we searching for a fraction of mama's love. We got fractured souls because parents don't want to be parents no more. Ain't got no time to discipline. They youth, they revisiting while hood rat street pit hoes be listening. The devil sitting in the bottom of that ditch, you dig it in. That's why you fidgeting. Every time I mention God's name, this is God's game. And sometimes we play the pawns, but you could be the king or the queen. You gotta sing along, cause ain't nothing coming to change you or rearrange you. It's only God that can save you when your will is strong, but your flesh is weak. It gets so deep, we can't even speak. We well, I struggle on our faces, but we can't erase the jagged little pill. It's hard to take it, so we swallow it with the henny, but ain't nothing to chase it. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, but you, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer, may I beg you to consider with your evilous plans and your devilous behavior, but you are come the creator. You, Mr. Murderer, Mr. Killer, may I beg you to consider with your evilous plans and your devilous behavior, but you are come this. Tended to be one true moment described scribes who poetry likes real potency. Venom is not the only way to prove your words are strong. My ideas stretch beyond confidence, no boundaries unless the thresholds of your mind could not receive. You need a ticket, sick minded like the Rickets. No union, so watch me picket the poetic world. Redundancy, currency, just need talent. While all you pump lies like gas, I let it pass. Don't need any validation, only from the sky. I take on heavy tribulation, but through it all, naysayers, I receive revelation. My words bullets while books are clips for automatic weapons. Bull eye, letting this wild animal roam the streets. Cloak poets hide under sheets. Do you see any circles on my head above? My halo, free right freely. I give and promote love, never hate. This honor through me is what my Lord creates. His gifts, I gave them all back. So your choices become few. I'm a winner, so I don't need your reply like a sinner. Till I rise, till I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Till I rise, till I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. So I enter, don't need your accolades. Just use my words as blades. Commentary of matters as through my spoken trilogy. The Lord funds my abilities. Don't worry about who's feeling me. When it comes to real feelings, some of you are quadriplegic. Never in their heart could they feel it because they're so anemic. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. Welcome back, welcome back to Spoken Revelations. Um, 
Oh, wow. You know, nice musical break that we had just had. Um, I am so excited today, um, just morning, and um, because we have the incomparable BZ. Um, how you doing, BZ? Um, great. How you doing, Mr. Dion? Oh, praise the Lord. I'm so glad yes. you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Um, um, BZ is a, a wonderful rapper, um, and she spit that gospel, um, and she's always... Uh, have those metaphors for the Lord, and and not only does she use the wordplay for the Lord, but she has the light to lead and to grow, and um, it's just amazing that you know uh, so much wordplay can come into a, a young lady like her, her style and stuff like that. Um, Busy. Because I can ramble on and on about what you do. Um, what inspired you to get into uh, this type of ministry and, and, and the music of, of hip hop? I can't say what inspired me to do the the, the gospel part of, of music, mm-hmm. but what inspired me to do music, period, it was just yeah. something that I had to get away, to, to escape to when I was in that predicament where. I have this way to go or this way to go. It's either right or left. And the community and the state, the city that I've stayed in, Wallace, Louisiana, easy to get in some trouble. I mean, very, very easy. But it's so hard to get out of it. So we was big on entertainment. We was big on music. And I tripped into it one day and fell in love at the same time when I tripped and just been in it ever since. But when oh, okay. God called me, it was just, it felt right. When I gave my life to Christ and I turned it all over to him, to, for him to still allow me and bless me to do music, but to do it for him, it was more than I can ask for. Oh. If I could ask him for anything, he mm-hmm. basically granted what I would ask for before I asked for it. Wow. If I could just, That's like, good. God, if I could just do one thing, and serve you for the rest of my life, it would be music. But he gave it to me before I can even ask. Wow. Wow. And, yeah. and, you know, we were talking in the green room about the Lord taking the wheel, and so that's a confirmation. The Lord just took the wheel uh, of your life, and he's taken you thus far here now, yeah. and, you know, and you're ministering to people. Now, um, BZ, uh, now, I know where you're from at. I don't know where okay. you're from, but can you tell the audience uh, where you're from? I'm from uh, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. If anybody from New Orleans, I'm from the Seven War. Anybody and everybody I know about the New Orleans, know about we separated into walls. I'm from the Seven War. My family is from the Seven War. It's downtown New Orleans. Oh. Yes. Wow. Is, is that close by the levees or, you know? Oh, uh, yes. Saying? The Seven War and the Ninth War is maybe... Uh, a bridge away. Wow. Yes. Wow. Now, um, did your family suffer through the uh, the floods that was happening when the levees broke? Through Katrina, yes. We got uh, we got trapped in New Orleans. No, we wasn't in New Orleans. We had just moved out of New Orleans, thirty minutes away, okay. uh, into the, okay. a little small city called Slidell, Louisiana. And between that was the twin span. 
the Swin Slam broke. That's the that's the bridge. It's two bridges. It's bridges to get to New Orleans. Those bridges okay. broke. So that means all the water from New Orleans rose into the, the Twin Span River into Slidell. And, you know, Slidell is in between New Orleans, Louisiana, and Baton Rouge. Wow. So that means we was in the middle of those two. It was stayed out of probably out of power, lights, and everything else, maybe almost a week and a half, close to two weeks with nothing. Trying to go to different cities trying to find water, get any kind of food in the water. My mom was in a trailblaze at the time. I mean, the water was recent all the way to the rearview mirror, almost. It had so much. We, when we got out the bed that morning of Katrina, we stepped into a wall. In the house. Oh, oh my goodness. So, yeah. You know, wow. I mean, I know, because I know you, your family is very, very, Praying, you come from a praying family. I know y'all was in the scene on that time, because that was near uh, death situation, and you know just the things that ha- was happening. I mean, because I was up here where I'm at now. I'm in this place, Massachusetts, and I was looking at it on television, and I was like, basically clutching my pillow, like, "Oh no, are you serious? What's happening?" You know, and. I, to have somebody that I'm talking to that went through that, and now you know you're doing your thing when it comes to the music and, and rapping, and you're inspiring people. You know you, you're not bitter. It's amazing to me, and and that's why I love interviewing you because you have that spirit of you know of of encouragement. Wow. Just be honest to tell you the truth, it's. To, to, to dwell within that particular situation, that, that thing that we went through with Katrina and Hurricane Rita, to just stay in that place, it's like you're asking for that. Because my family and I, yes, we went through a lot. A lot of my family is still separated, still in different cities and states. We in Georgia because of Hurricane Gustav. That was four years after Katrina. Well, three years after Katrina. hit in 2008. And they said it was going to be the next Katrina. But uh, to see and experience Katrina, but at the same time, to experience what other people went through, through Katrina, you have no right to just dwell. You have no right to just stay in that particular state because there's so many people that didn't see tomorrow. So for my family to come out of it, I was blessed. And at the time, I wasn't even, like you said, praying. Yeah, my mom was praying, but I didn't even know nothing about God. I was deep. Deep in hip hop around that time. Yeah, and yeah. Through Katrina, I was writing so much where I couldn't write no more. So after Katrina, when I came out of Katrina and we came out of Katrina, I didn't write after that. Everything I did was coming from the head because I felt like through that particular time, I wrote all I could write. I had nothing yeah. else to write. Yeah. And now, I told it just the other day, the same exact thing. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, and speaking of you writing, you uh-huh. know, I know Louisiana is a big musical city. You know, you have uh-huh. Cash Money, you got uh, Turb, Young Turb. You, I mean, you no have limit. Cause I, yeah, no limit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get I, You know, I I like No Limit, but <laughs> I was really geared towards um, Cash Money at one time. Okay. 
you know, yeah. But I, not speed actually did start it, you know, and I, I think put Louisiana on the map when it comes when it came to hip hop. But okay. I I know the immense talent. Then you got Little Wayne now. The immense mm-hmm. talent that's out there, and um, how was it? Like these guys are so big and so talented, and as you coming up as a youngster. Uh, Writing and, and, and coming behind them, did you was you inspired because it was from that area? You could say it in a way, but I had my own story after as as a youth, fifteen years old, being raised by a single mother with three. I had my own story, and I and I wanted something to say, and it's not too many people I listened to. It was a lot that I listened to, but not too many I really listened to, like from Cash Money, BG. That's who I pulled towards. I pulled towards his music. And he had oh, okay. a, female, a female group. They were twin sisters named okay. Ghetto Twin. I listened to them a lot. Those were three people I listened to. Okay. I mean, like, if I needed to get in that, in that mood, if I needed to get in that space, in that head space, that's who I put on if I had a choice. But when I started writing, I pulled away because I didn't want people to say, BG, you sound like this one. BZ, you sound like this one. I wanted to be in my own lane. And I knew the only way to do that is to allow myself to be my own person and not listen to too many artists. I listened to them because I knew what was out and not get caught up in the same thing they were talking about. But I always kept myself as a single person. I always have been. I'm a great, I'm not going to lie, I'm a great follower, but I'm a great leader at the same time. Right, right. And I would say, I would tell you so quickly. I read the fall in line of a hundred. Uh, I would the fall in line of one than a hundred and one. Yeah, so you I know you got to be one. a. Yeah, you got to be a, a good Indian before you be a chief. So I understand yeah. you. Um, I understand you totally. You know, a lot of people want to lead and they don't know how to lead. Right. How you know? So I feel you on that. Um, you got to follow before you lead. You got to learn. Yeah. What it is that you're trying yeah. to take over? Yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, you preach that, sister, because I'm telling you, <laughs> a lot of people are trying to, to do a lot of things, and they don't know anything about what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know with you, I mean, when it comes to hip hop, I know you, you, you basically bathe in it. You know, because um, I, I know uh, you, you and Little Wayne around the. Same age group, so I know that you know what I'm saying. You know, the, the hip hop was just all around you, and, mm-hmm. and, and just the young culture was really doing it out there in Louisiana. You know, it, it was around me more than you think. My mom, my mom was the security guard. She was the only female security guard at one of the biggest nightclubs in Louisiana, okay. New Orleans, Louisiana, the biggest nightclub. And that was whispers and all of the celebrities. I mean. I mean, at that time, in the 1999, what, 98, 99, 2000, yeah, 98, 99, all of the yeah. biggest stars, she knew Lil Wayne before Lil Wayne was Weezy F Baby. He knew, she knew Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne couldn't get in the club, when he wow. had no ID. She knew, wow. she knew them before they even knew about the Hot Boys, before they was really even forming that particular group. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they could, they, to get in this particular club, you have to go through her. I mean, from wow. the P. Diddy to DMX to Eddie Griffin to all these different stars, she met them. So all ACDs 
and anything that was new coming out, my mom got it, the autographs and all that. She got it for us. Wow. So we was we was always up on what's new because she got it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I remember, like, that whole, that click just clicking up. I remember the first video that was introduced on MTV, and uh-huh. they were really big. And um, the time that they were really big, um, I was in Miami trying to get my stuff on, and uh-huh. they, like, they basically shut Miami down, like the clubs and everything. And I was like, wow, who's these? I said, I know they came out with the, you know what I'm saying, with the Hot Boys, Hot Boys, but it was getting huge. And, mm-hmm. and um, it was just amazing how they just came up and they, and they, and just, and they brought uh, Louisiana to another level. It was like they brought yeah. uh, Louisiana to Miami, you know, so, yeah. 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 And it was, was so many of them. It was so many because, you know, Snoop Dogg had just came to new, uh, No Limits. And it had C Murder and all of them at the time on no limit. Right. You so know, it, it was big at that time. It was really, really big. Those two labels was the biggest labels gone. How did you feel like, you know, being a youngster and seeing all this like like really going on? Like like you know like did you want to be like that or did you like say, Hey, you know, I wanna uh I, I wanna be something to. Yeah. I wanted because, you know, the only females at the time was doing it were really, really making a name was Ghetto Twins had a nice little name, but Mel X had one of the biggest names in Louisiana as a female artist. She was on No Limit. She was on one of the only female on No Limit out of all males. So she yeah, definitely now, holding it. Yeah. Now, Mia X was an excellent uh, wordsmith. She was mm-hmm. very good. And I, I remember that era as an uh, she was, they was trying to kind of put her up as a pinup girl as well. Because I remember, because the girl I was dating at the time, she uh, she had a lot of Mia X posters, and, and she was doing mm-hmm. the black hair and everything. And she was really good. And mm-hmm. then this thing you know, she was, it wasn't like, you didn't see her anymore. You saw it in a lot of magazines and everything. It was a full promo on her. And then mm-hmm. she just didn't see her more, which was a, it was a shame, because she had a lot to do. The music changed. Oh, okay. You know, now New Orleans is big on bounce music. Oh, okay. Yeah, on bounce. And it's not no really hardcore rappers that's in New Orleans because a lot of them have became, had got that name and left. So what's left in New Orleans was not what New Orleans is based on and built on is bounce. They have always oh. been built on bounce, but you had them raw and uncut skillsmen that you couldn't find nowhere else. Like New Orleans just had that. Unique, uniqueness to them. When we when when we spit, it was just it wasn't too many that compared to New Orleans rappers. Yeah, now I know Juvenile had a, a authentic flow, like mm-hmm. his stuff. Like I see people even people even up here are doing his flow now. I'm like, this dude was like the future, you know? What you say, boy, and all that stuff like that. I see people in 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 the city up north doing that style. Like he just had that. He was definitely different. Like yeah. when it came to that style. It was what was his style was like. I, you know, it was hot. But where do you think he got that style from? Like what? Who you been listening to or whatever? Because that was very different. That was very creative the way he was rap was rapping. Like I think that juvenile just allowed himself to be him. He 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 interpreted the way he talked. 
within this music. Oh, okay. And, I, and okay. it's not too. I don't really. I never really heard of an uh, interview with with Juvenile saying who he really listened to. Oh you yeah. Know, as far as his music was, I, yeah. I didn't hear. I didn't really hear him say anything. But yeah. he maybe said somebody he might have listened to. But as far as his music, I looked at it like it was just the way he was. Okay. It just it, it just went together. Yeah. You know what? And I feel the same way about your style. It's like you you can tell you you a little bit from New Orleans, but you have your own style. I I can't even picture it. Like like I can't say who you're influenced by, but it's definitely you. And, it, and I'm it's happy. Definitely wonderful. Yeah. That, that is awesome. That's what I've been trying to do my whole entire yeah. the whole entire yeah. time I've been doing music is extinguish myself from everyone else because it got, it's not too many females out here. There's not too many who have done it, but. It's yeah. not too many. I listen to. So I definitely wouldn't want a person to put me in the category with a female because yeah. it's not me. I listen to. Now, yeah. to go into the male pool, I try to extinguish myself and I listen to too many males. And mm-hmm. then if I did listen to males, they was older than me. Yeah. They was before my time. Yeah. So that definitely you can't say I sound like that person because that person is a whole nother area of music. It's a whole different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always try to keep myself fresh from everything yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, um, like metaphorically, you're. I know you were influenced by um, kind of the northern rappers. I can tell, you know. But it's your own style and the way you yeah. lay the track down. It's definitely your own voice. You know, like the way that you uh, spit. Uh, yes. Yeah, your words is. Uh, but that's a good thing. I mean, you know, because I, you know, say because I'm from a poetry background myself, and I, I love metaphors and similes, mm-hmm. uh, double entendres. I love it, and and when a person can do it in a way where it's it's entertaining, it, and yeah. it's warm, you know, so you you on the right track. You definitely and on the right it's... track. It's a it's a little it's a little more difficult for me because I was big on the metaphors and punchlines, but it's a little more difficult because you you have to cover it with the words. Yeah. Yeah. To hit with the metaphors and punchlines, you have to do it in a certain way for it to make sense, if you want to say. Because there's not too many people listen to rap at the at this generation. It's not not too many listen to the holy hip hop in this generation or in the generations before us. So it, I try to put it in there, but I, I don't want to flood it with it. But at the same time, I want to continue to be in myself. So I have to do it because that's what yeah. I'm big on. That's what people who knew Beezy knew that's what I did. Now, speaking of uh, holy hip-hop and, uh, uh, you know, gospel uh, rap, as some may call it. Now, we have Lecrae and Bizzle. How do you feel about those guys? Those guys really uh, are really selling a lot of amount of albums. And they're good. When it comes to lyrics, just lyrics, they're good. And um, how, how do you feel... About those type of guys. Well, Lecrae, he hot. He was he was the one of the first. He was one of the first holy hip hop artists I heard when I crossed over. 
Um, okay. I used to hear this particular every night. My family and I leave the TVs on gospel okay. every day, all night. And I used to hear this particular song at night before I go to sleep or in my sleep. It's just rap, and it was like the only rap song on this particular gospel channel. And I always missed it, who it was. But it was something catchy about it, and I wanted to hear it from beginning to end. But I could never catch it. So one particular day, my little sister knew who I was talking about, and she knew the name. And she gave me the name. It was Background. What's mm-hmm. the name of the song? By him. And that was the first yeah. song I heard. Yeah. And yeah. I looked him up and started listening to him. And I was amazed because I didn't know this even existed. Like, I did not <laughs> know it had this type of music. Because I, I really was like, God, you called me. I answered. You know, I love music. How am I going to fit? In this particular spiritual realm that you want me in. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me not to want to go back to my old ways. Yeah. How am I going to be satisfied? I know you satisfied because you got me, but how am I going to be satisfied? And when I heard it, and I heard KB and Trip Lee, oh, I was like, wow. And, and Uncle Reese and all these different, I was like, wow, wow. And then it got one from New Orleans. They got a they got a cat named D One, dude, okay. nice. And he got his New Orleans still in him. And I was like, yes, the fam even coming into God. I got family wow. coming. Don't know him. I don't know him. Never met him. But to just know yeah. that we found from New Orleans, and right. it really God is moving through New Orleans now. Right. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. Yeah, it, you know, it really is amazing. And speaking of amazing, um, I don't know if anyone, but you have to check out this prayer. Now, you know, I'm not going to give it away. I want you to explain about this because I, I heard it before. You know, I, I'm be honest, I interviewed BZ before. I'm a fan of hers. Um, and she did this prayer and it's so metaphorically done. I never heard anything like it in my life. And I know that it wasn't her. It was definitely God-given. Explain people about this prayer. Oh man! And I'm happy you said that because I have it's two parts to that particular that particular night. Uh, it happened in 2010. I crossed over. I crossed over May 30, 2010. I gave my life. Uh, what July? No, yeah, July 25th. I gave my life to Christ. Uh, by I think it was no November, no later than December. I was on a 40 day fast. My family and I, and we were waking up every morning at 4 a.m. Praying. And I was in a bed, don't know what time it was, but I was laying in the bed, I couldn't sleep. And I was like, God, I have to repent. I know I done gave my life to you, I done gave it all to you, but I haven't said sorry for everything I haven't done. I have to, I know I have to repent and I have to apologize and ask for forgiveness. But I know I don't know how to pray. I don't know what it is I'm going to say. The only way I relate to people and only to my own, to myself, or to people, is through music. So whatever it is you need me to say, it would have to go through music. So I was laying there, and I felt something hit me. and was like, Beezy, 
because my little sister telling me it's time to get up to work. I was like, I'm already up. And then I felt like I was about to throw up. I broke out my bed and I ran in the bathroom, didn't throw up. I left the lights off and I just paced the bathroom for at least two hours. I just paced back and forth. And it had so much going on inside me. I just felt nauseous. It just felt like I was about to vomit, but I did not throw up for some reason. It was just a, it was just a whole bunch of stuff just flooding. So I didn't do nothing that day. I waited for the next day. I went out, worked with my mom, came home. God and deliver, I said, go. Whatever it is you need me to say, tell me. Whatever it is I need to say to, so you to know what it is I'm trying to tell you, allow it to come out freely. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to do anything to it. It's going to say it the way it's said. I'm going to leave it like that. And for Ambrose Prayer, it was, it was born. Like, it came out exactly where you hear 4M Prayer. That's the way it came out. And I named it 4M Prayer because I feel like that's when I received it, at 4 a.m. And yeah. it's a dedication to God. It's an opening to God, to my heart. It was like the very first time I opened up, literally opened up everything. Yeah. It was like step by step in this whole journey. Everything was happening piece by piece, but it wasn't happening all at once. He was taking different parts of me when he needed it the most, and he was receiving it. And that particular night, you, Christ, was made too. Right, a lot of people right. don't know that, but that particular night, I wrote you, Christ, the hook at night, laying in the bed, big, big, big on my paper because I couldn't see. But I heard the words, so I just wrote on the paper. And I still have the paper to today to show anybody who wants to see it. It's big, big, big across, across the tablet, you, Christ, the hook, the chorus to that particular song. I couldn't see what I was writing, but I wrote it. That particular night, wow. that's my testimony. You, Christ, is my testimony in so many wow. ways. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it, it's amazing. And you can tell it wasn't, like, practice or nothing. You you could tell it was just off the dome, as they would say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it, you know, when your manager uh, hit me up with it, I was like, are you serious? And I I was um like listening to your music. I was vibing, just vibing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, when I when I listen to hip hop, sometimes it's the beat because I'm uh, you know I, I like making music. I like making beats and stuff. So it's the beat. So I was listening. I said, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna listen to the lyrics later. Yeah, I can bob to this and I bob okay. And then when the prayer came, out, I was like, oh no, what? Then I'm like, okay, oh let me back try and listen to these girls' lyrics like real quick. And then I was like, "Oh, this, oh, this is she's nice." And, and uh, uh, your your manager sent me some stuff, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, we gotta have her on the show. We got to." I was okay. so excited and everything when the first time I interviewed you. But yeah, it's it's amazing that the gift you have, and you're so humble with it, you know. And um, I know that you've seen a lot of things in your life growing up in um, in Louisiana. It's 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 a hard city. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it's known for being hard. Like all the rappers out there, they talk about you know about you know the hustle game, and, mm-hmm. and you know you know your friends dying, but you're still trying to get that that uh, money. I I know it's a uh, one um, secular rapper. Um, I think Fifty Cent got him. I forgot what his name. Oh, oh, I forgot his name. But uh, he signed on the G Unit. Mm-hmm. But he, he's he's from New Orleans too, and he's 
he got a pretty nice flow too. And and the still things are going on. I was like, what's the name of that rapper? Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, he, oh, the name of that rapper I forgot, but he signed with G Unit. Okay. And he uh, he's from Louisiana. Uh, yeah, Kid Kid, that's his name. Kid Kid, I don't know if you've heard. Oh, of his name is Kid. um, that's um Lil Wayne ex uh, artist. He was uh, oh, oh, part okay. of Squad oh. Up. Oh, okay. Kid Kid. Okay, kid, yeah, kid, kid, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I know recently, like before he even got shot, he got shot up. So you know, he's he's new, but he's showing that he's is still crazy out there, you know. Uh huh. So, you know, I know that you've seen a lot of things. If if you like to share, you don't have to share too much, but if, whatever the Lord put on your heart to share about the game and what you've been through in life and everything, you know. Oh yeah. I haven't I haven't been through the dark of the dark and of the Lord of Low, but to to grow up in all I've seen a lot, I've heard a lot, even the people around me to see what they witnessed and what they've been through was it'll change your mind. It'll change the way you live. Just to see the people around you, I mean the ones you close to go through what they go through. And I have seen that I have stared that in the face. I mean, literally I had a young guy die in my own. Took his last three breaths in my arm. Wow, wow, that's crazy. So I know how it feels when death just leaves and it feels like it just feels weird when a spirit goes through your fingertips. So oh. I know about that whole experience. But the thing about it, I've had not only this man die, this young guy die in my own, I've had two other young guys that was Real, real fans of BZ. I mean, one guy went up the block and tied every tire. I mean, every day, the whole entire day, with my single, blasting. Whenever he got in my car, in his car, to go anywhere, it was my song playing. He got killed. And what was so crazy about that, Mr. Dion, I had just had a performance. I had just had a show, and we took a picture together. And his family heard about that I had a picture of him, but they couldn't believe it because the last picture they had of this dude, he was maybe 10, 19 years old. He didn't like pictures, and he didn't like to smile at all. They had no pictures of him. He was like 17, wow. 18, 19. I'm so serious. They, he did not like taking pictures. But this particular performance, he took a picture with me, and he smiled. Wow. But his mama, his sisters, all his people did not believe that I had a picture with him. They came to my house just to see this picture. And all of his friends, all of his partners, and everybody was in my little room, gathered up in the little room, and he was crying because they couldn't believe they got a picture of him. They couldn't believe wow. it. Every picture he had was when he was a, a young one, I mean a youngster. They had no teenage pictures, no grown pictures of him. And I think wow. it was like probably in his late, late teens, early 20s, if I'm mistaken. Probably late teens. They had no pictures of him. But that was. Wow. Wow. And that I even mean, hit me hard because I didn't, I was like, wow. Why would, why would it be me to get the picture of him right before he died? Wow. 
that's amazing. You know what, BZ, you have an amazing story and everything. That was very touching. Um, are we going to take a musical break? Uh, okay. Oh, are you going to stay along with us and and uh, you know, get some more information about you? I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. Okay. Thank you, VZ. Are we going to take a musical break? All right. You're welcome. I am a rapper, point blank period. I put the gospel in the ear that I need to 
see No one cares that our future is doomed from our past We've allowed victories of yesterday to outlast promises of today As everyone looks away from our demise We've turned a blind eye to the tragedy of now Worshipping the sacred cow of vanity Embracing profanity Because we lack structure I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise Tell me what you see Could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise As I hear all the children's cries Like a phoenix, can we rise? I rise as we paint the disguise Upon our misguided faces If you look closely, traces of what used to be can be found But we've lost common ground with mankind Rewound time back to hostility We've declined possibilities of deliverance and civility Trampled upon the miscellany of hope Life's a joke filled with punchlines of success This thing's a mess Dangling instant stardom before our very eyes While our true identity we despise Adjusting our physical appearance To appear less stressed More plastic Barbie dressed Women perplexed Hankering over acceptance of man Too confused to understand The predestined plan of existence Losing a chance at true peace Searching for relief from any source So we force weight loss surgery when overweight Get hair transplants when our faith is hair lost At any cost we wear weaves to fit in Tummy tucks the grin with the upper echelon of society This thing is killing me And you I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and famine, I'll demise Tell me what you see Could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and famine, I'll demise As I hear all the children's cries Like a phoenix, can we rise? I rise as my eyes finally view my conscious surface Threshold for humanity right upheld for real purpose Becoming this preamble, constituting this liberating service, inviting congregations from my holy thoughts, remnants of our end times. Babies addicted to Christ are still born every day, while crystal milk sparkles, while hot lightning, a new slow death. Anxieties are rampant, falsehoods are worn, Trayvon Martin. Rise above this psychological chaos, bullet holes in our neighborhood, no one ever hears it. Justice, please, we the people deserve it. Rise, rise, I rise. Plagues on our dwindling education, our bottom drops out, no base for our near future. Marvin Gaye's anthem for pain plays, trouble man. Song for revival unsung, mics for voices are abandoned. No stand as they lay on this concrete floor to get trampled. My dreads are still twisting, my knots are still landing. Government never helping for a solution to detangle. Scripted reality shows when our media mangles. The government becomes your program director. Sex, lies, and mental rape. Revolution I'm demanding, understanding a poet wishing for this concrete to become porous. Set in this hard compost to grow slowly through. 
The most high nature allows our corrupted institution cracks. So I rise like an eagle, running, praying I don't faint when I you have haunted by material issues, valuing womanizing with their luxury cars with candy paint. I rise to be a beacon to hold for the truth, showing this lifestyle has a false roof. Held on to the Phoenix wings for elevation, rising from my constant subliminal manipulation. Rise, 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 as I rise. Still removing my dirt from my psyche Cleanse this negativity that becomes my stain And I rise, and I rise, and I rise mm-hmm. I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise Tell me what you see Could it be the end of us, the family tree? I rise, tears in my eyes Worried about friends and fam and our demise Conversations in their green, bro. It's wild. <laughs> Should be yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, what you was talking about uh, your life. Um, you know what we were talking about. She was talking about how um, God, you know, put her in a way that was kind of, uh, you know, was different from others. I- I'm gonna let you explain it, uh, BC. What you was talking to me about in, in the green room. Talk to me about. For the music, yeah, how, yeah, it yeah was, I, was I believe this music is. I, I think anyone can do it. I don't mean by anyone, but if you have that passion and you have that love for music, but at the same time have that passion and that love for God, you can accomplish a whole lot because it's really all you need. But at the same time, you have to be you. You can't change it. You can't. You can't cover it. You can't put salt and and pepper on it. You you gotta just be you. You can't allow the people to be like, no, I want you to sound like this. No, I want you to look like. No, you have to just be you. Because when God came and got you, He didn't say, no, I want you to look like this before you come and do my work. Or I want you to sound like this before. No, He came and got you exactly how you work. Whatever you was doing, wherever you was at, he got you. He called you, you answered, so be you. And that's what I I tend to do, no matter who likes it or not. I'm going to do me. But while I'm in the midst of doing me, I'm allowing God to do him at the same time. 
And that's why I get the music that I get today, I guess, because I pray about everything I do. And I don't make a move without God giving me what it is he needs me to say or what direction he wants me to go in when I do my music. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. I never felt this when I was doing secular music. Never experienced it when I performed or anything. The feeling that I receive when I do this music is fulfilling. It's enough. Wow. Wow. I, I love how you broke that down. I love how you broke that down. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And you're an amazing artist and, and the stuff you do, um, it, it's always amazing. And just keep doing what you're doing, you know, and inspiring uh, people, and not only just regular people, but not but young people as well. I shouldn't say regular people, but people who are uh, older. But you oh, also yeah. inspire young people. And, and could you go more in depth with that, uh, the stuff that you're you're doing, the ministries you're doing with the, the younger generation? What I'm trying to do is to give my brothers and my sisters, my younger brothers and sisters. A sense of fulfilling, the same fulfilling I feel. I had a young guy, I'll give you an example. I had a young guy that was, I had a label when I was doing the secular music. I was building a label. I had a lot of artists, a lot of R&B singers. I had a lot of rappers. One particular rapper I had in 2008, I think if you would have told me I would be doing gospel music in 2008, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> reason. That is reason. good. That is good. I, had, I always did positive music. No matter when I went, whatever I did, I did a positive song. And a church asked me to perform. I performed. They loved it. I performed at another church. They loved it. And I could tell it was making a difference because my the youth inside the church grew. I mean, grew three times bigger than what it were. I mean, look like teens started literally waking up on Sunday morning to come to church. But it'd be the same teenagers that be at my concerts and be at my performances. So I knew the faces. So this particular guy that I had on my label and I had an R&B singer, the song I had had an R&B hook. They was going to sing my R&B hook. We got ready. I tell you, you know, live, Mr. D.I., this is exactly how it went. We left the house. We was ready. And people came out. My coworkers from work came out. We was in the parking lot of church. We went in church. We was ready. We was getting in the spirit. We was praising him. We was worshiping. Now, you could tell I was not in church at that time. I was not really feeling church. My mom took us every Sunday. I was not reading the Bible. I was not praying. But we was in that. We was trying to get in that mood. I was trying to get in that head space when I performed. The pastor called my mom to the back, and the, 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 the deaconess and all those people got in there and they were saying we were out of order and not following protocol and you got to go through the board. And it was, a, oh, my God, it was a whole, I don't know, it was a list of things. I'm like, the last time I performed here, it was like on the moment type, spare type moment thing. Y'all said, busy, want to perform? I'm like, yes, it happened. Now I have to go through a list of things to perform? Now, mind you, the guy that I was with, was a drug dealer. So just to get him to agree to come to church was a blessing in disguise in itself. Big drug dealer had been out in the streets for a very long time, since like a young age, really didn't have no family, mm-hmm. really didn't have no friends. He was just getting it, hustling. That's all he knew. 
for him to even agree to come to church and sing, to say he never stepped foot in church, was a blessing in disguise. I didn't know what God was doing then. Amen. The truck was wrong for us. We couldn't perform. We're getting in the truck. I had, some, I had a family walk by. I was like, Busy, where you going? I heard you was performing today. I'm like, yeah, I was. So I'm laughing. I'm like, man, Pastor, I couldn't perform. They left. They turned around and left. They had people coming out of the church leaving when they found out I couldn't perform. So that day, like, that, was, that day, I was like, you know what? This church stuff is really not for me. So I went hard. I went hard. I went back into my music. That young guy left. I didn't see him anymore. The young girl that was with me left. I didn't see her anymore. So I jumped dead head first in music, like, man, whatever, whatever. I stopped going to church. Man, my mom found another church. I stopped going. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You do that. That's your scene. That's not my scene. I'm going to fall back and do what I know what I can do, and that was music. This same particular guy, I got back in contact with him a couple of days ago. He said, from that 2008, he went through so much, but he's trying to change his life. Yeah, he's reading yeah. the Bible. He's praying. And he said, Beezy, when I found out you're a gospel rapper, you're doing it for God. I was like, man, there's nobody but God. I was like, Beezy, mm-hmm. I had to find you. Right. From that time when we were together, you changed my life. You showed me what a family was. You gave me love. You allowed me to be me. With all the flaws that I had, you you, you didn't judge. You accepted me exactly who I wow. was, exactly how I was. You didn't give me no feedback. You just wanted to help. He said, in the whole entire time we've been apart, from 2008 till now, I went through so much. He said, I'm a two-time felon. I got one more strike, and I'm going for 10 years. He said, that ain't the life I want. That is not the life I want, Beezy. I want what you got. Hey. That same thing mm-hmm. you do, that same event, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I was I was powerful. That definitely was powerful. Yes. Um, I just have a call online, um, oh, okay. and I want to ask you some questions. Uh, Carla, are you there? Yes. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Carla. All right. How you doing? Good morning. Yeah, we... Good, Good morning, busy. How are you? I'm good. I'm blessed. Good morning. How are you? All right. Yeah, um, and Toy, I was, um, in, in my understanding, uh, you have to ask, uh, you want to ask us some questions? Uh, oh, that was a powerful testimony she just gave. I was, oh, wow. Um, I do have to ask this question. Being that you come from um, a place where no women and cash money was, like, so popular and they really put New Orleans on the map, mm-hmm. what was it not in your plan to go with them in order to pursue your dream or you had other plans? No, tell the truth, if... if- if I had the chance to be with any one of those labels, I would have chose No Limit. 
because the, the, the culture of that particular label, because it started with family, it was mm-hmm. three brothers on that particular label. Not saying Cash Money wasn't a family label because Baby and his brother started Cash Money. But No Limit had more family. And then they had other artists from other states coming to be a part of New Orleans and becoming a family. And their variety of music was so big. They allowed you to be you. They had different types. I mean, the music was amazing. Cash Money is an amazing label. So if I had the opportunity to be a part of any other label, and a lot of us in New Orleans wanted to be a part of either one. It was a win-win situation. Whatever one, whoever came at you, you was not losing. But I never got the opportunity. I started at the age of 15, and by the time that happened, No Limit and Cash Money had already split up. Cash Money was no, it was Cash Money, but it was Young Money also. Wayne was doing his own thing. No Limit had became a whole another one. His son had took over No Limit. So it wasn't no labels, labels in New Orleans like it was. When I was a youngster doing music, not telling nobody, so when I became a teenager, and I couldn't hold it back from me. So it was outside of New Orleans. And then Katrina hit, and that took a lot of things because I had something lined up with Servon. And he was an uh, ex-member of No Limit. I was, supposed to, I was supposed to be going on tour with him. Katrina hit. Wow. And when Katrina hit, wow. it was like everybody had to start all over. Oh, wow. And that's when, wow. when that's when my career, that's when my music really started off after Katrina. I did my very first show in 2006. I opened up for Boosie, Baton Rouge artist. I opened up for him and Baby Boy. He was a New Orleans artist, and it went from there. I started doing shows everywhere. I was all over the radio. My single was being played in rotation on Q93. That's the biggest radio station in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was doing TV in, uh, appearances. I was. It really had really kind of split out of control after Katrina to come to this point where God totally took over in 2010. Wow. So my plan had never worked. If I did have a plan, it broke. It, it broke up the pieces from Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. So I was basically just winging it. I was going day by day. Whatever happened. Whatever uh, jumped in front of me, whatever opportunity came about, I was in it. Oh, wow. Do you ever uh, think about uh, or have you ever went back to visit after Katrina, you know, happened and after they had started cleaning up? Mm-hmm. I, was still, I was still in New Orleans. I was still in Louisiana after Katrina. I didn't, left, I didn't leave New Orleans. Uh, well, New Louisiana because I was in Slidell, Louisiana. We didn't leave to 2008. So mm-hmm. after Katrina, we went through New Orleans after they fixed the bridges in Slidell because the twin span had broke. So they had to literally rebuild certain parts of the twin span to even get back into New Orleans. And they had a small bridge that no one liked to take because it was so small. But that's the only means that you had to get back and forth to go through New Orleans, it, it, it literally looked at like ghost town. To pass through New Orleans, 
No one was outside. No calls was on the road. Everything was just built, just toe up. It just felt like, it just felt like death. It smelt like death and it looked like death. Going through New Orleans after Katrina. Nobody was in New Orleans. I mean, that was like a few, it wasn't probably a month or two once they opened New Orleans back up. It was, it was terrible. So when we did leave, we've been back a couple of times, but to go back and live, I don't think that's going to happen because it's not the same. It's not home no more. It will always be home, but to call it home and to be home, it don't feel the same. Wow. That was really deep. That's definitely really deep what you were just saying. Um, BZ, uh, uh, quick question. Um, do you have any links that you want to share, uh, your Twitter, uh, Instagram, anything you can um, I'll just leave an open space for you to. Sure, all of my all of my websites, all of my media, social media sites is on my website, and that's www.itsbeezy.info. That's i t s b e e z e e dot info. Everything: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Reverb Nation, anything and everything you would like to know. All of my booking shows. Anything you would, if you want to get in contact with me, you want to book me, anything, it's on my website, www.itsbeasy.info. You can find anything and everything you would like to know about me on my website. Yeah, and I also want to extend um, for my boss, uh, WBMC Radio, uh, that you always welcome in New York. New York uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take you on that invitation. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you say she loves New York back. Thank you. You know, and I always wanted to come to New York. So, uh, yeah, when I'm in that in that particular town and city, uh, I would definitely give you a ring. Yeah, please do, please do, because uh, I know um, interview interview two is going to be even more amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, well, it's going to be necessary. It's going to be three. Because we have already this this number two right here, so yeah, it's gonna be three. Uh huh. So right, yeah, it's right. gonna be more amazing. Yeah, it, it definitely will be. I tell you, I tell you so much. Um, and now, um, getting back on it, um, Toy, thank you for the the wonderful questions. Okay. Yes, thank you so much. Okay. Oh, you're Toy. welcome. Thank you, Toy. Enjoy yeah, the rest of the day. Alright. Oh. Good times, we answer our praises. I mean, a strong host breaker. All glory and honor to my Savior. Not a soul I know that's greater. Your turn me into a praiser. I mean a strong host breaker. All glory and honor to my savior. Not a soul I know that's greater. I don't know why and I don't know how Christ. But you can go heavy, brother, and take your bow, Christ. Man, this is crazy. No, this is wild, Christ. What for you? Yes, I want crack a smile, Christ. You got explained. 
need to go Christ and tell me what they need to know Christ this is your will this is your way Christ and I'ma follow you each and every day Christ your time is the answer all praise
and, and that's amazing. And, and and I say that to say this that you have, you have to speak things in existence. Yes. You know. You know. And they haven't always they haven't always been like that with my mm-hmm. with my music and my mom uh, because she didn't like for me to curse. So I went a long time without even rapping to my mom because she didn't want me to curse. And that's what I was doing because that's what you did. You yeah, 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 you use yeah. words and some words you 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 had to put out there to make a person understand like you were serious. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but when I did rap chat, she knew a DJ. He wanted me to rap. I felt like only way I rap is for my mom to leave. And he was like, You ain't gonna rap in front of your mom? I'm like, Nope. I'm not rapping until my mom leaves. So she left out the room, she and he called. That's what I was talking about with Mr. Servon. He called Mr. Servon and I rapped, and he liked it. I went to his studio, and it was a whole bunch of rappers there. And it had a female there and a whole bunch of guys. And it was it was, it was drinking, and it was smoking, and it was getting in the in, in the mood. And the, the female rapper just kept picking on me. And I guess because I was so young, she just kept picking, kept picking, not knowing I had that mind frame. Like, I had that type of mind. I had those thoughts, like, I'm about that. So right. you can keep coming, but I'm going to do you something bad out here, and I'm going to embarrass you because you're older than me. And she just right. kept doing it, kept doing it, and I clicked, and I went in. And when I went mm-hmm. in, I, I made everybody stop talking. That night I recorded, I recorded my first mm-hmm. song. That night uh, the man that I went there to meet, he was like, Big Ray, that's who I, they was calling my mom at the time, Big Ray. If you uh-huh. don't manage this girl, let me manage her. Mom was like, oh, no, oh, no, I got this. And that's she right. told me on my way home, I said, Mom, you really going to manage me? She said, girl, yes, indeed. She said, if I could sell cemetery property, I could sell you. That's right. But I got you. And my mom been riding ever since 100%. That's right. Ever and, and she... She is one great momager. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Everything I say, I need this on BZ, boom, 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 back. Yes. It's there. And the uh, Lord bless you with her as yes. a mama and as a momager. <laughs> as, as a, a mom, momager. As a manager and as a <laughs> yeah. dad, because that's all I, I knew. That's all we knew was my mom. So she's been mom, oh, okay. dad, and manager. Okay. Yes, yeah, she's yep. that phenomenal woman. That's yeah. what she is. She's a phenomenal woman. And, uh, Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, she is. And I can tell the way she carried herself. And her prime product, you, BZ, you know. <laughs> but, but, well, you woman. know, now she has two. Because, you know, my little sister just graduated from college as a music teacher. No, I didn't. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, so she's the manager oh. of both of us. Oh, okay. Oh, if you don't mind me asking, is she into the entertainment industry? She that's what she that's what she about to step into. That's what she wants. She oh, wanna oh, she wanna be on the side <laughs> of mixing and mastering. That's what she wants. Oh. Yeah. Okay, now that's great. So that's she's great. gonna be working on my next project. My little sister okay. gonna be hands on my next project. Oh yes. that's great. Wow. Hey, one of these days I'm gonna have both of y'all in there. Uh huh. Well, definitely. Yeah, she yeah. Come talking on, you type. Know. Now she might not talk the way I talk because she she more behind the scenes. She's the mm-hmm. observing type person. A lot of people been 
prophesying in her life since she was still. So she just sit back and watch. Okay. And just watch us around us. But if you can get her talking, oh, she ain't going to stop. Okay. You know, here's what I do. You know, I talk about what she does, and, and I talk mm-hmm. about the relationship of how the project went about. Because I know I am, because I'm a lab, I'm a lab, they say lab rat, whatever. Not, But anyway, uh, you know, I like behind the scenes like, because I, I do production as well. So it's like uh-huh. um, talking to a performer and the, and the person who's producing the music. It's, uh-huh. it's great. It's a great thing because now you're like, oh, when I made that melody, uh, I was thinking about this, and, and he was yeah. like, oh, yeah, but I still do it. You know, you could talk about how uh, the making of the beat came about and how the lyrics came about with the beat because it's always something different as in, the way that you come out as an artist to come out with. Sometimes you get the lyrics first. Well, for me, I'm going to talk for myself. Sometimes you get the lyrics first. Sometimes you get the beat first. So it, it'll be a nice dynamic to say, okay, say you did this song. Did you get the beat first or did you get the lyrics first? Or did you put the lyrics in, on the beat and you saw some lyrics that you spit? Like, I'm going to put this on that beat. And well, that would be an interesting conversation. Well, uh, <laughs> I spit the gospel. I had the lyrics first. And then See? I got okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. I yeah, and and, and, you, and and those metaphors was kicking too, man. It was like, whoa, you said the guys were, and I just loved the the way, and I love the beat too. And see, about that song, which we're gonna be playing at the end of our interview. So if you haven't heard it, you are gonna hear it because the, I mean, I, it's so neglected. That sound, that sound is very neglected, and it's. It's like a, 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 like a kind of a old school, but it's definitely new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's the hook. It's old, but the beat is new. It, it has that oh, new flavor to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I love that hook as well. And um, yeah. And uh, okay, who did the hook? <laughs> I'm a fly, I'm a rapper. <laughs> yeah. I'm a rapper. Oh, I did that. I did. Uh, okay. I, I do all of my music. <laughs> All of my writing, oh, that's, the, literally, that's the only thing I meet right on anything because I do write R&B music. But for mm-hmm. my music, you know, all of my lyrics or my verses is straight from the head. But I write all of my hooks. Um, but I Am A Rapper came on out. When I came up with the title of the album, I felt like I Am A Rapper is the song that could explain what I mean by I Spit The Gospel because I know a lot of people is going to be like, what do that mean? And I'm uh, basically trying to say, you know, I, I, I follow Christ. I want to see God at the end of all of this. You know, when it comes to an end, I want to I wanna do the good work that I need to do to meet him, to stand in front of him, to serve God. He tells you to spread his gospel. That's one of the things he wants you to do. I don't preach. I don't teach. I don't do none of those things. I spit. I rap. That's what I do. So if you want me to, you know, spread his gospel, I got to do it the way I know how. I spit it. So I'm going to spit the gospel. And I'll put the rap song, I Am A Rapper, to allow you to come and visualize it, to see it, what I mean by I spit the gospel. That song allows you to step into me and, and, and see what I mean and to see what I do. I gave you a visual, not just hearing it, but you see it. With that song. Right. Right. Oh, wow. 
That's amazing. It's an amazing song. Um, you know, BZ, it's always a pleasure uh, having uh, you on the show. Yes. Much respect to your uh, your, mom, your mother, uh, your manager, Trina, the, Trina, the manager. You know, uh-huh. She's based on what she's doing. And um, big shout out to her and, and that whole camp that y'all have out there in New Orleans. I mean, y'all doing big things. Um, yeah, another thing, too, I want to, before we go, I know you've been nominated for Best Gospel Artist, and before, before we go, I, I want to want you to sound on that. How's that going? Because I it's know you pretty good. It's okay. going pretty good. I'm, I'm nominated for Best Female Rap Artist of the Year, and I'm nominated for Best Christian Rap Artist of the Year at uh, Starlight okay. Awards. It's going to be in uh, Ohio in December. Um, okay. It came out the blue. I, you know, it's a, it's a people people choice award. So you sign up for it, and the people basically pick you. I got picked. And uh, the best Christian rap artist of the year, I'm in a category with guys. So, wow. And at, at, at this moment, today, I'm in the lead. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know what? I didn't know that, but I know my spirit said you're a winner. Yeah, I'm so, in the lead you know, right I'm now. Celebrate. <laughs> I tell you, I you tell you this I, I don't much care if I win. You know, if I win, yeah, I'm yeah. going. I'm going to praise. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to flip out. But even if I don't, just to be acknowledged and to be nominated yeah. is a blessing. I'm yeah. honored. Yeah. But I get to perform, yeah. and yeah. that's a, a blessing and an honor it's itself. So even if I don't walk away with a trophy, I'm going to go ham on stage. That's <laughs> so you all believe. Oh. I walked away with a trophy, even yeah, if I yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you are. I know you are. You do your thing, seriously. You I have never thing. been to Ohio, and it's going to be my very first time even being at a award show. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely going hard. That's, yes. I, that's so wonderful. And, um, you know, the best of blessings to you yes. on Thank that. Thank you. Um, you know, and uh, it's always amazing. Uh, Hearing you and um and I definitely want you to come back, you know, after you win that award and uh and yes. we want to talk about that and and, and that performance on the stage, okay? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna have, we we're gonna have a lot to talk about because that's December. I'm in a project working on my new album. Uh, okay. I'm about I'm about to really give the people some real taste because when I was doing hip hop, I always release a freestyle video. I pick a track, a random track, and just get on it and murder it and record it. So I'm about to get back to that, you know. It's not too many gospel tracks that I like, but there's a whole lot of secular music tracks that I need to put a little holy on. So I'm That's right. really, I love it. You know, I'm really about to really put busy stamp on a lot of these tracks yeah. out here. And I, I, I want to release a couple of mixtapes. So by 9th to December, oh, we're going to have a whole lot to talk about. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And do not hesitate to bring those um, singles and the YouTube channels and, and yes. all the singles, the YouTube channels and the reverbs or whatever, yes. please. All my wall, Dion Ballard. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. All of, all of my sites, all, in, any of my sites, if you don't visit my website, all of my sites is under your girl Beezy. Y-A-G-U-R-L-B-E-E-Z-E-E. So any site you basically want to look for is under your girl Beezy. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thank you so much, Beezy. 
and uh, we will talk you. to you. Talk to you soon. God bless yes, you, sister. Yes. God bless you too, and have enjoy the rest of your day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, but especially, especially all of my single mothers and all the mothers out there that had to be fathers. Happy That's Father's right. Day. Thank you so much, BZ. God Thank bless you. you. God bless. All right. Thank you. Yes, I am a rapper. I am not ashamed. Cause every time I spit, man, I'm representing his name. So this is not a game. No remote control of my life was a limousine. Christ be the chauffeur. Now come and take a ride down Melody Street. Cause push lines and metaphors ain't the only thing on this beat. First chorus in 14, the fifth thing line. I was spit with my spirit, but also spit with my mind. See, righteous is the way. Ten commandments is his rules. Better be rebuked than listen to a song of fools. It's time to take a stand. No matter how much you hurt, you think my shoes is the Bible, the way I'm walking is word. Humility before honor, it's time to bear my cross. I wonder who I'd be if I was still lost. So this is my assignment, not my career. I am a rapper that spit the gospel, just to make it clear. I am a rapper, point blank period. I spit the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing, patient, powerful, everlasting rider for my God in his gospel. I am a rapper, point blank period. I put the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing, patient, powerful, everlasting rider for my God in his gospel. Yes, I am a rapper, no more, no less. For his name say he got me down a pair of righteousness and sin. Dang it, three and five. Every time I hear a track and murder fall down in worship, no matter where I'm at. Something by the mystery makes me come in one and only. Philippians 4 and 8 through every ball that's released, I'll probably be the only rapper, never had a favorite rapper, so I ran across Job, 42 chapters, talking King James Version, hear me when I sing, I am a rapper, I saw that book in a whole nother way, I know, rap is many things, and you are ready to kill it, let me bring the word, and call it the first thing, keep his rap is more than profanity, whips, cash, and nice to me, it was a switch to Jesus Christ, like, switch me all the switching moms, I see the light, but I guess music be the world, and it's spiritual, so, I I am a rapper, point blank period. I put the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing, patient, powerful, everlasting rider for my God in his gospel. I am a rapper, point blank period. I put the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing, patient, powerful, everlasting rider for my God in his gospel. Yes, I am a rapper. I spit for my Lord. It's just another form of praise, so I must go hard. So when For a show, cause his glory gon' show. See, some choose to rap when others been called for it. Some of us have asked for what others have pressed ignored. Just so happen, Christian music be the title of the genre. You don't have to change for him, cause your swag is how he found it. To my brother, to my sister, if you have it realized, when it comes to his will, it's no room for prophecy. Your marriage is your voice, and your voice being heard. But one thing about that voice, that voice not yours. If you rap, sing, or dance, you preach or you teach to the soul. Of the lost, the gospel gotta reach. So if he call you, then his purpose already inside. The gospel I spit, cause it's one of a kind. I am a rapper, point blank, period. I spit the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing, patient, powerful, everlasting rider for my God in his gospel. I am a rapper, point blank, period. I spit the gospel in the ear that need to hear it. Righteous anointing.
tainted and painted by deadbeat society. Fatherhood comes with variety, looking in the mouth of his youth. God is in motion while providing a roof. A lion in this jungle protecting his young. Many times there is rebuttal. Can't be a real father. Why bother? Some may think while they drink, not enough time while he is chasing a dime. Encouraged because always his family is in his conduit to complete this hustle and grind. A man's shoulder strongly built wasn't in vain. The grin of his brow traces his pain. It's all worth it when your son becomes a man, when your daughter understands qualities of a future spouse. Mothers have great love. Father's presence is also a treasure we can't live without in peace. outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Changer. MC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.